From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Hello and welcome to episode nine. Uh, yeah, we're happy that you're still here. You're still listening. <laughs> you're still happy that we're doing this thing. So. Actually, people mm-hmm. might be listening more now. Than yeah, before. we've got more subscribers. Actually, yes, to and all our old um, podcast numbers still keep going, going up. up. So yeah, shout well out done. to y'all for that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to dive right into um, in the news. Okay. So today, my in the news is a bit about. Snoopy technology, let me say invasive technology. Mm. So I was reading a headline about WhatsApp um, testing alerts to stop um, users from forwarding spam messages. Oh, so I apparently see. this is something they want to test. And I know you, you receive a lot of these weird messages going around, <laughs> especially from my aunties and our moms. My cousin, and our, I have one oh, cousin in particular. No. I'm like, what are these fringe conspiracy theories? I don't know. Illuminati. Is, I know, like, oh. like, why do they keep sending these things? Like, I just immediately delete these <laughs> forwarded messages. <laughs> and, and so you see all sorts of things. You, I, I know there was one about some babies who look like Avatar, the Avatar. Oh, and people yeah. actually thought it was real babies born oh. blue like that. I said, come on, this cannot be real. Like, <laughs> it cannot be real. And, yeah, so the other day I was teaching my 70-year-old aunt how to use WhatsApp. Yes, I know, it was so precious. She was so excited. She was giggling. And I was just saying to myself, if you knew the flurry of messages You'd and nonsense guessing. that you're going to get, you wouldn't be this happy. <laughs> Yeah, but the whole headline just got me thinking that a lot of the times we seem to be sacrificing our privacy for, you know, for sort of convenience sake. We're giving up so much. We're giving away so much data. We don't know what people are doing with this data. Mm -hmm. And this data is gold. So you got to be careful. And I just remember I was chatting with someone recently and I sent him a link to some silicone toothbrushes. So we, we talked about it for a bit, and then I went to my Facebook feed, and all of and a then sudden, the ads in the, the ad is that there. thing is and so creepy. Listen, you know? I found it very creepy. I told him that you know what, I think somebody's stalking me. Oh, it's like the cookies in there. I don't know, but, but then you see the thing is, and then he was saying that oh, but yeah, but Facebook acquired WhatsApp, and I said yeah, that's all well and good, but I don't, I don't like for my WhatsApp and my Facebook, there is there is no linkage. I don't use the same email address. I didn't use the same phone number. So how are they getting this now, data? Now it's probably that you went on your browser and did it because WhatsApp claim they have end to end encryption. Mm, Therefore, okay. you, only the two of you can actually ever read your right, messages right, to each right, other. Right, right, right. But the fact even that anywhere you go online and you're browsing, looking for other things, the cookies save and then you, you'll be on some completely different place yeah, and some, but some ad of something you did two weeks ago. It's just, just very, like, it's, it's very creepy. It's and then another thing, with the same, the same person I was chatting with, like we have like a gazillion WhatsApp messages between <laughs> each other. So he, when he was on Facebook, he said he, my name kept popping up as somebody you might know. Oh, and this is I just see. based on WhatsApp messaging. <laughs> and if I, if I remember correctly, I think there was a time when uh, there was some sort of, a, there, was a, there was an issue about what's, uh, Facebook sharing data, something mm, we're not supposed with, to mm. do. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, all I'm saying is that I just feel that all these things are very intrusive. I mean, in, in, I've already talked about this technology as it is. It's it's quite addictive. It's quite addictive. Watch Black Mirror. Have you watched Black Mirror? <laughs> I haven't. I've heard 
about it. You but have to. Right. It's right. really unhealthy for me because I'm actually a technophobe. Mm. Like, I feel like technology is going to destroy us. Yeah, it's eventually. just, I don't know. But Black Mirror, it, it actually, the whole series is about how the dark side of technology mm. and what it's, I guess, unintended or unexpected right. effects are. Right, right. Very, very good. And it's kind of you'll find your mm. like, this kind of thing yeah, in there. I don't know, it's so creepy. And we're, we're not really taking time to, to, to think about the things we're putting out. There's so many platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Insta, Snapchat, what have you. And we're putting things out there that's going to be on the web forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a bit worrying, but we've, we've sort of adjusted to the fact that, oh, it's all for convenience, so it's okay for us right. to do that. I just think we need to be a bit I more... I think there's this company, mm. They what they do is they... How do I put it? Basically, your social media presence, Mm -hmm. I think your Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is, all feeds into this stream if you sign up with them. Mm. And for life or however. And then when you die, it it will create some algorithm that that will create a persona of you and then you'll be able your loved ones or whatever will be able to like message you Mm -hmm. and then the algorithm will reply in a way that they feel you would have after having compiled your Twitter whatever Mm, messages mm, mm. for a lifetime I'm like that is so creepy and the thing is Oh, people are using data to fall, like horrible things. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my sister, for example, she nev- she's never put up a picture of her kids on, face- mm. on social media. Because I know there was an instance where somebody put their, the, a picture of their child up and the picture was used for something else. Yeah, and yeah. no, it happens. They still have pictures on you. It's, it's so scary. It's just, I think, something we, we need to think about a bit. And yeah, that's just be more news. conscious of yes, what you put yes, out there. Yes, yes, yes. And that's my the news. That's good. Okay. <laughs> So mine is more, I guess, localized. Mm -hmm. So I saw a headline on the BBC the other day that menstruating girls banned from crossing the the river often. Did you see that? Oh, I did see that. Yes, 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 I saw it. So somewhere in Upper Dentra in the central region, apparently the river god (laughs) decreed that menstruating girls should not be allowed to cross the river. Hmm. Now, the problem here is they need to cross the river. In that community, they have to cross the river in order to get to school. school, So what this actually means is that the girls will have to be kept out of school for at least for a week at a time each month. Mm. So when you add that up, that actually... Okay, so let's say one out of every four weeks, you are probably going to have a period. So in a year, that is um, three months of school that these young girls are going to miss. And it really, really pissed me off because already we have this problem where, you know, lack of access to sanitary products keeps girls out of school. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. then... Even before that, societally and culturally or whatever, educating girl children was mm. not a priority because they're like, oh, you're just going to get married and go and cook for your husband. Uh, anyway, so yes. why do you need to go to school? Yeah, exactly. So it's really frustrating that in 2018, and I was like, who even allowed them to do this? Like, how how is this legal? Well, they said they're good, so... <laughs> You know, what authority? So, like, what yes. actually, you know, is it the local chief's council or whatever, mm-hmm. traditional? What authority do they actually have to prevent somebody from, you know, going somewhere or having access to schools mm. and whatever? And I'm sure this thing has been going on for a while, right? I wonder. I was like, is this I a have, new decree? Yeah, I, I, or haven't, is it, I haven't heard this been, before. Yeah. Mm. So, anyway, apparently the central regional minister and then the Shanti regional minister said they will get together and find the best solution for the issue. I was like, what solution? The, the thing is, it's not straightforward. to hell. It's not, it's not pretty straightforward. What's, what can the river god do? I beg, I beg, I beg. <sighs> so, and I'm just like, do you know what? This is any, you know, 
people try and mock feminism and things like that. Mm. But it's these are the reasons why people are so upset. Yes. And I always find it interesting that all these funny things always disproportionately affect women. Women, yeah. All our strange cultural practices and what have you always are targeted towards women. Whether it's female genital mutilation mm. or breast pounding or binding. Yeah. You say that, <laughs> oh... Men will look at you. Why don't you gouge the eyes out of men or something when they turn teenagers mm. or whatever? Why is it that the girls has, are, has, has yes. to suffer? Like. If the man is going, then why don't you go and blind boys or cut their penises off? It, not that hey, I'm not advocating any mm. of it, but I'm just saying it. Just the mentality and the psychology and how we approach the issue always tends to disproportionately impact. The girl. girls in a mm. negative way, and so for all of you who sit around and go online mocking feminists and feminists this and mm. that, can you? I mean, like you have to understand yes. and open your eyes to what is actually going Happening, on yeah, and how yeah. you know. I guess it's easy if the thing doesn't affect you. you it's can easy just to dismiss it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that somebody that some on, on this menstruation topic. I know somebody made a comment as uh, the girls should be able to hold it in or some stupid oh. comment like that. Like, you see, see how somebody's thinking? Like hold it in. Absolutely thing. no, like pee. Like you have uh, absolutely... You, they don't know. Yeah, that's the you, thing. You have no and they idea. won't be quiet too. We talked about this last time. If you don't know what's happening, it's okay to be quiet. Exactly. Just just. You don't know that what we're talking about. So just be quiet and keep it moving. Don't embarrass yourself. <sighs> anyway, so that was something that I found very frustrating and mm. annoying. And I'm like, it's 2018. Can you imagine? And girls are still being held back because a river god said so. Now, I don't... I have a deep amount of respect for people's you know religious beliefs until they start to impact others in a negative way mm. so and that's yeah so yeah. okay so f- that's that's my in the news this week okay so then we're on to song of the week <laughs> and i have two songs for today um the first one i don't know whether you've heard about chronics you know Chronics? Of course. Girl, oh, am yeah, I not yeah, a Jamaican? Yeah, Jamaican. I mean, you would, you would know Chronics. Brat, 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 brat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so um, I love Chronics. I, the the song that I really like is Here Comes Trouble. I'm not sure I've heard that. Ah, it's the, so good. Because you know, this the thing jam. with um, dance hall artists, it's like every mm. day they release 10 songs. You're like, ah, why? Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't even keep up. <laughs> and this one was from um, Dread and Terrible. Apparently, this was neither an album nor an EP. I so told you. They I, just wake I, up I know, and so I don't know songs. what it was. So <laughs> the song is Here Comes Trouble. Ooh, he has a new album out, which is called chronology which is also really really good Ooh, so go check out chronics right. he's the man the second song that i have is from the walls group so they are contemporary the walls i don't the, know that. yeah they're a contemporary gospel group oh okay. so they are four siblings and they sing like really beautiful songs yes they are mm, <laughs> so the song is called satisfied and that's one of my really one of my favorites as well so go check them out as well the walls group and the song is satisfied i've forgotten the name of their album mm-hmm. but then if yeah if you go check walls group satisfied you should you should find it Ooh, and I'm then very yes and then one tip if you can um go listen to their a cappella renditions on youtube ah oh, you just the walls blown, yeah the walls oh you've you blown up I'm very they're so they're so good so, so those were the two chronics here comes trouble and then the walls group satisfied nice and yeah. it's not that i'm racist or anything but you know when it's a black person you know <laughs> you're in for some vocals man you just know brilliant. it they're just brilliant. although shout out to celine dion and things like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Nice. Yes, that's it. Okay. Oh, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for my music of the week or songs of the week, I also have two songs. Yeah. Now, the first one is from a Portuguese Cape Verdean singer called Sara Tavares. Oh, no, never heard. And the song is called Balancé. And it is from, you might have. Yeah, it actually. sounds very familiar. It is from a her 2005 album, which is also called Balancé. Now, mm-hmm. in um, Portuguese, it means swing, like move ah. your body like that. And I actually first heard about this song thanks to J. Cole again. Now, oh, shout outs to right. J. Cole. That man <laughs> knows music, okay? Mm-hmm. As as you remember, Balance, AC Balada, I got it from one of, uh, yeah. So he sampled this song as well on a song of his, like I said, called Balance. So I went to listen to it, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Now, she, her music style is a mix, a blend of pop, mm-hmm. jazz, and criollo, okay. which is traditional Cape Verdean music, right. and it's, like, very um, acoustic guitar heavy. Mm-hmm. And her voice is just beautiful and gorgeous. Lovely. The song is amazing. And actually, shout-outs to you, too, because... Mm-hmm. I was listening to Joy Denalani's album, and she has a song on there with Sara Tavares. And I was like, I know this name. And then so I was like, yes, she had that song, Balancé, that I loved. Is it it the Waterfront song? Um, I I don't know what it's called, but there's a song that a couple of people People on on there. Yes, 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 that's the one. Okay, okay. Right. So that's my first song, Balancé by Sara Tavares. And the second song I have this week is Reppin' G.H., and it's called Makuma, and it's by Adina, featuring South Korea. Yeah. Have you heard it? No, no. Okay. So about a week or two ago, I went to uh, Republic, mm-hmm. thanks to my friend Saka. Shout out to you, Saka. Mm-hmm. He was going there because he said Adina was performing there. Right. Now, I feel like I've heard, I had heard her name and stuff, I have but definitely heard I couldn't about tie her, yeah. it to any songs. Yeah. I mean, it turns out I didn't know the songs. I just didn't know she sang them. Right. Anyway, so I went to this thing. And she performed, and I was so struck. I was like, mm. one, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. <laughs> Two, her voice is incredibly powerful. She has this really great stage presence. Mm. And the songs are cute as hell. Mm. And this one, Makuma, was produced by Kitty, right. who is like having, he's living best his best diamond. life right mm. now. Okay, his songs are popping on the charts. <laughs> what have you and it has that kind of same kiddie or dove vibe right it's just really nice and of course Sark came and put oh. a, a, you know his own signature twist that's, on it that's right and um <laughs> so apparently she was also she was uh, on stars of the future now right. i don't really watch tv mm. and so i wouldn't have known this but mm-hmm. apparently she was one of the contestants on there it's like a reality senior okay. competition okay. whatever so yeah check those t- but you, it's really good stuff and she has another song called ooh you, is it you lied to me or I love something? Mm. Anyway, please go check her out. Adina Tembi, actually. Tembi, yeah, I've heard of her. And okay, also, yeah. Sarah So that's me. Beautiful. So, on to What the F. So, in today's What the F, the bed bugs on, on British oh. airways planes. <laughs> hey, goodness. <laughs> so, in the news, there was, they said an infested British mm. airways plane was, was heading to Ghana. And one of the crew saw a bed bug uh, um, walking over. If it was one, poor bed bugs. That's just the thing. You crawling. See, isn't it, the seats were um, crawling? <laughs> so I can just imagine that the, the, the whole thing was infested. And, mm. and that's already, British Airways has a, has a bad, has, has been having a bad a couple of years. I think their reputation has gone down the drain. Mm. They've had complaints about customer service. 
And apparently this wasn't like a first time. There has been another incident where British Airways was en route to Las Vegas. And they mm-hmm. also saw... And I think another South African... I think oh. I saw a South African trip too. They ha- it means they're actually not cleaning the planes properly. But I remember watching a documentary about planes. I just watched like really random things. <laughs> I was watching a documentary on planes. And what I realized that or what was said was the cleaning crew has very little time to actually clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they the have plane. to come on so, and so they're obviously not doing a thorough, thorough and they don't job. fumigate. Ah, it's and just whatever. can you imagine taking those bedrooms home think, with you? It took the crew. It's not even that like the customers got to the crew were like yeah, they refused yeah, not, exactly, to fly. Exactly, they're, they're not going that. to go. You know, and I know that our, I think our, our president has also made some complaints about British Airways. I think they just need to step up their game. They've, they've received they used so many. To be like sort of the gold mm. standard. I mean, they're not Emirates or anything, no, but no, in Emirates terms of like, hey, Etihad and stuff, <laughs> Singapore, we're not on that level. But yeah. for the then kind of regular ones here, the KLMs, Lufthansa, yeah, British yeah. Airways has always stood out. So it's a shame that it they're. It is a shame, isn't it? And the good thing is, like, they fly directly, so that's, like, really convenient. convenient yeah. So you think they'll sort of step up their game. But I think we can agree that generally there's this problem with airlines and their African the, routes. Yes, there's been a they lot of complaints. They always use the old planes. Mm. They always, the baggage so, restrictions are always harsher. Whatever. Meanwhile, we always pay a lot more than Oh, we do. Huh? Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I didn't even realize The that. Africa routes, oh, when you Africa calculate route, yeah. the distance and the price, it's comp- way more. Way, way, Whoa. way more. Yeah. So, we, we see you. We see you. And we expect <laughs> you to do better. And someone was saying that, well, you, I mean, Ghanaians don't really have an international airline, so you shouldn't be complaining. But I'm saying that, that, that argument is just rubbish. It's so, if nonsense. I go to a hotel and I'm saying that, okay, the quality of of the whole, I mean, the quality of the rooms or the bathrooms or whatever is no good. Does that mean because I don't you own don't a hotel, mansion. you know, like, you so I shouldn't complain? <laughs> which, which, I uh, by the way, it. aside, one, there were, anyway, that's the, son, <laughs> that's the story for another day. But <laughs> if you say you're a four star or five star hotel and there's mold in your bathroom, mm. you know what? Mm-mm, you have a problem. Yeah. So that's my what the <laughs> bed bugs on British Airways. It's a name. good one. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Okay, so my what the F is, well, eye-catching to say the least so i was minding my business on facebook the other day and i saw actually let me stop lying it's my friend lebany that brought this to my attention Mm. um so my what the f is on madina bruni aka angela coleman aka ghana's first transsexual her words so so this week she was profiled both on Joy Prime News oh, or whatever right. and okay. this 15-minute video on GhanaCelebrities.com, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So now, before I get anywhere, the what the F is not the part about the transsexuality. Mm. That's not even the what the mm-hmm. F here. Mm-hmm. Now, I just have to say, I don't, in theory, or not even in theory, and in practice, I really don't have a problem with transgenders, mm-hmm. transsexuals, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. I can't say that I truly believe that you can be born into the wrong body. I don't mm. know what that means. Like, mm. what, is, what does that the mean? mean yeah. mm. However, I think we all understand waking up and seeing our bodies and not liking what we see, right? That I can understand. And we've we've all been through through it. And people get plastic surgery every day. People don't typically go to the extreme of saying, I want to be somebody else. Mm. But hey, live and let live. each his own, yeah. Mm. The only times where I start having a problem is because at the end of the day, I'm sorry, if you were male, you're male. You Mm. cannot change 
your sex. Mm. Even if you present as a different gender, I can call you Alice, I'll call you Matt. <laughs> I don't so. care, that's fine. But <laughs> then when you get to the point where you're now trying to compete in women's Olympic events, then I have to be like, you know what, that's not fair. Don't try and... And that's when they were like, that's discriminatory. Right, right, no, it right, isn't right, because right. every your skeletal system is still male. Mm. Your cell structure is whatever, your musculature or whatever it is. Still, so you're going to yeah. come and win a gold medal. Over, <laughs> what, what, what is that? That's really not That fair, is it? where I start, you know, getting into issues. But other than that, hey, no props at mm. all. So now, so apparently, this person was born Prince, Prince something. Mm-hmm. Born and raised in Medina. Uh-huh. He said... Okay, I'm going to use he and she, but he, he said he doesn't mind, whichever. Some people okay. still call him prince, right. her prince, whatever. He grew up, and he's always been effeminate. You know, they've mm-hmm. always called him, oh, Bobby. What do they say? I don't know. There's, of, a, term, um, there's a term for it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Kojo Besia. Or whatever. Yeah, they've something. always, you know, his, his manners, everything mm-hmm. about him has always been effeminate. And he said that, you know, even though his family never minded. And shout outs to Ghanaian families who accept their kids for who they are. <laughs> yeah, I was very surprised. He said his grandmother was very supportive of him mm-hmm. and ev- all his decisions he took, his wow. family, his siblings and everything. So shout outs to y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's rare. <laughs> Um, so, you know, he would, anytime he would go out, people would laugh at him, make fun of him, mm. mock him for, you know, walking this way or using his hands. And he said he finally got, you know, depressed and sad oh. about it and was like, I'm not happy with the way I look, with the way people talk about me mm-hmm. and I want to do something about it. So he said, um, he had some friends in Spain. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then, so he got himself to Spain somehow and started taking hormones there Ooh. and then after taking the hormones for a number of years actually had the full on gender reassignment surgery what? so yeah so he's like completely like he's got mm. he had a, he has a vagina now right. he has breasts and everything mm. so he's officially now a, a she, a she? Yes. Okay, right. mm. so and all this is where the what the F bit comes in. Now, it would apparently, mm-hmm. it is Angela Coleman, because now, now she's a woman, <laughs> that contacted both Ghana celebrities and right. whatever for an interview. She asked them yes, okay. to interview her. her. Okay. So I'm like, um, why though? Mm. Why do you, yeah, why wh- bring like, in, why? Because mm. it wasn't, the interview wasn't about, oh, advocating for trans, it was just no. like, look just at like me a now. So I'm like, hey, is this some Bob Risky inspired? I'm, 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 I'm so know? convinced. I'm like, okay. Now like you want what? to become famous, it seems. Yes. That's, that's, that's what I think. Because what, what other reason does she have for people to you interview You just her? live your life or whatever. People wouldn't, didn't even know. I mean, she looks kind of cute. People wouldn't have really known nope. that you used to be Prince. and mm. But for some reason, you seem to want people to know. Yeah, she wants the it fame, is. isn't it? Second, what the F point. Both the interviewers were so condescending oh. and rude and oh. um, patronizing and mocking. I'm like, look, that's your job. I mean, I guess I shouldn't have expected too much because it is Ghana. But I'm like, come. I mean, they're like, the woman came. The first, the Ghana celebrities person was a woman who interviewed Angela right. and was like, hello. So just to make note, I am a woman. I was born a woman. I'm still a woman. <sighs> you say you are a woman, but you're really a man. Like, it's it was just st- so, like, ignorant. Like, the whole... I was like, mm-hmm. you. I don't know what you think you're doing. I hate it when people 
Mm. come and interview others and they can't even pretend like you are a journalist. journalist you're supposed yeah. to be objective and mm. informing us. Not you're not supposed that. to come here with all your Ghana behaviors. Yeah. Like, hmm, you are walking. And so the joy oh. guy was even worse. Oh, Lord. He's walking in high heels in town. He's a man, but he's... I'm like, <laughs> like get it together. Like, just... Ugh. Anyway. Oh, also... <laughs> Madam Angela is like bleached for the gods. Sis, why are you bleached up like this? As though somehow femininity is connected to, to bleaching. Being... Like, where do you... See, they always seem to pick up the worst habits of... <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's the it. thing I have. You know, they always talk about, oh, acceptance and I'm now a real woman mm. and blah, blah, blah. But somehow it seems like trans women think that womanhood is about having breasts and ass and looking cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. there are millions of women who, who don't, don't actually look like that yeah. at all, and they're still women just fine. Mm. So that's, anyway, whatever. And also, <laughs> this is like the main... What the, the F? F. <laughs> so somewhere towards the end of the interview, they're like, oh, so are you dating? And he's like, oh, she's like, um, I don't remember what she said. Mm. But she's like, I don't like black men. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where I was like, <sighs> Prince... My friend. <laughs> He's a prince. Back to prince. Prince. She's like, Ugh. they're like, hey, huh? why? She's like, Ugh. I just don't like them. Oh. Hey, <laughs> Mr. Hey, sister. Hey. It's like I know actually issues. Maybe issues. I could date. I could date a black man, but marry never. <laughs> I said, look at you. You aren't you the last person that should be judging I you know. that we've now accepted that you decided to go from being Prince to Angela. We've taken it like that. But you <laughs> cannot find the understanding in your heart to, to yeah, date somebody yeah. of your own race. I said, my friend, go and sit down. That's when I was like, go and sit down. Go and sit down, Angela. Try my again goodness. later. My goodness. I need to go look at you. I, I, la- I was like, you both. <laughs> she was pick, 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 picking and choosing. Hey. Mm. <laughs> I saw what else. That's okay. so weird though. So anyway, weird. so that's my what the oh, F. Oh, yeah, and a lot of what the S in there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're on to two pesos. I'll keep it pretty short today. Okay. And my two pesos is. Oh. <laughs> my two pesos is it costs nothing to be nice. So a lot of the time, many of us think we're superior to others by virtue of the, do- the job that we do or some sort of a position that we hold. So um, people like, the, like this feel like it's okay to look down, like look down on others. So they will shout at their drivers, at their waitress, at their air hostess, uh, at a beggar or, you know. For example, instead of telling their house helps what to do, they'll probably be like, yeah. Why don't you go and do this? Hey, hmm. I mean, it's not necessary. You know, some people actually have a theory that you have to be nasty to your house helps. Why? And that's how human they beings? stay in place. Why if you try and treat them too nicely? They <laughs> they'll start steal. Get, they'll start stealing they'll steal and they'll get lazy you. and run away. Oh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like that. <laughs> or, or some people shout at their workers as well, at their employees. Like, if you say you're a good leader, there's no reason for you to be shouting at your workers. It's not necessary. So my two persons really is just, it doesn't cost anything to, to be nice. It doesn't. You know, not. it doesn't. It's just simple. Right. So be nicer. Be nicer, exactly. <laughs> be, be nicer. It's, it's not that hard. Okay. <laughs> All right. So for my two passwords, for a second week in a row, I have to issue a... Disclaimer. A disclaimer. <laughs> if you are sensitive, you know, of a sensitive constitution... 
to curse words for for one thing, this would be where you would just skip to the end. Mm-hmm. If there are youth in the room, please tell your youth to leave. <laughs> if you've decided you to stay, we're about to get into some stuff. Ooh. And I need to be able to speak freely. So, right. <laughs> are we ready? Yes, we Have are. Have you left? Or are you here? Are you skipping to the end? <laughs> All right, so my two passwords, and I'm going to try and keep this, but I don't know. I'm just going to talk. My okay. two passwords this week are on curse words and shitholes. Oh, I yes. like Trump. <laughs> and I've been having lots of issues, so bear with me. Like, my notes keep vanishing. Mm. So, on curse words. Now, I happen to be a huge fan of curse words. <laughs> I really am. I think that they make the world a better place. I think <laughs> they take our boring sentences mm. and inject them with flavor and <laughs> character. <laughs> Basically, curse words are Maggie Cube for sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie Cube nice for language. <laughs> yes. So you can imagine my delight mm. that in the past two weeks, mm-hmm. all these mainstream ma- media newscasters and whatnot have, shall we say, Loosen their ties yes, a bit. They were all using and really embraced. You know? And you know the curse word in particular, the word shithole, and we'll get to that mm. in a minute. Really embraced it. You can it was see quite, yeah, you like know. It, they they roll it around in their mouth, <laughs> savor the taste, and then they drop it. <laughs> drop and you can it like see the lot. twinkle in their eye when they do just that they've been enjoying using mm. the word shithole. Like restricted for so long. Exactly. Now Maxi chain. <laughs> Now, on to the topic of shitholes. Now, obviously, you know, and by the time this comes out, I'm sure you'll be exhausted, mm. you know, f- of this topic. But, hey, um, you know, you, unless you've been living under a rock, you know by now that Donald Trump, you know, in a meeting described Haiti, African mm. countries, and some uh, um, South American countries as shitholes, okay? Yeah. Which launched a whole brouhaha. Mm. Now... There have been so many think pieces, videos, blog posts, articles written around this since he said it. And he pretended he didn't, but you said it. You 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 know, you know he said it. You big Cheeto. (laughs) Anyway, with with a nasty-ass toupee. Anyway, so... And so far, what I've seen tends to fall into two categories, okay? Mm. It's it's either the keep-it-real people who are like, you know you come from a shithole, why are you mad now, Mm. okay? Um, and that applies to both his support base and also to Africans. Yes. Uh, but, and since this is two pesos and it's about Ghana and Africa, I'm going to relate it to Ghana in this case, yeah. but it applies, generally speaking. Keep it real, you know Ghana is a shit also, why are you mad? Mm-hmm. And the other response tends to be what I call the kings and queens response, where <laughs> somebody will come and say, I am a model, an astrophysicist, <laughs> and a baby whisperer. <laughs> From <laughs> so me dear, I'm not from a shit hole, hole, right? Yeah. And so my personal take on this is a, a lot less binary. Okay, mm. it's not today that I'm not going to pretend that I don't think Ghana is a shit hole. Mm. I happen to. I live here. Mm. I know what's up. However, <laughs> okay. However, Donald Trump is still an utter piece of trash mm. for having said so. And so now today, what we're going to do. And this goes, uh, Donald, I hope you find a way to listen to this. <laughs> we are going to have a lesson about shitholes. Right. All right. So number one, shitholes aren't places. They are states of being. <laughs> what this means is, again, relating it to Ghana. Ghana is not a shithole per se. Mm-hmm. However, 
it is in a state of shitholery. Right. And that distinction becomes important. Moving on to point number two. <laughs> oh, Shitholes are transitory. What mm. this means is, what is a shithole today may not, not be, be a shithole tomorrow. tomorrow. Right. What was a shithole, for example, New York in the 1900s, mm-hmm. cannot really be described as a shithole today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So shitholes are not permanent. <laughs> Number three, shitholes are relative and aggregated. What this means is that when we're deciding whether a country is a shithole or not, all we actually do is add up all the shitholish circumstances <laughs> and compare them against the utopias yes, or paradises right. and then say, okay, is it more shitholy or well, less shitholy mm. compared to, let's say, a different country? Right. So for any country that is either labeled a paradise or a shithole based on your aggregates, mm. it means that regardless, they're always going to have a mix of both. Yes. Therefore, Madame from Trasaco talking about media, I don't a shithole. She's right. Her experience has not been shitholish yeah. as compared to somebody who lives in Nima. Yeah, so she can't for example. Mm. My next point, shitholes are not absolute. This <laughs> means what one man's shithole is another Nima's man's paradise. <laughs> You're right. Okay? Right. For example, Donald Trump happens to think America is the greatest country on earth, blah 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 blah. There are currently black Americans from America who emigrated in this 2000s year mm. to countries like Ghana, right. Nigeria, and right. what have you. Because for them, regardless, their experience in America makes it a shithole for them. Because yeah. they keep getting racially profiled. They mm-hmm. keep getting shot down in the streets mm-hmm. because of institutional racism. They can't get jobs. Therefore, it is a shithole for yeah. them. Otherwise, they wouldn't have left. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, it might not be a shithole living in the same town, same area, for somebody called Todd who <laughs> works at wherever, wherever, and mm-hmm. is having the time of his life. Right. Okay? That's another thing to note about shitholes. Now, here are the important ones. Shitholes are not born, they are made. Right. So, for example, Ghana is a shithole, yes. I say that all the time. Mm. However, I also understand how it became a shithole. Shit yeah. Centuries of colonial oppression, mm. slavery, mm. and even when we escaped, so-called escaped those things, our own leaders yeah. who were Corruption. mandated mm. to take us out of the shitholish conditions decided so. they were only going to do so for themselves, their family. Yes. Now, Donald Trump, you and I know, maybe you don't know because you don't read, that the CIA <laughs> proactively destabilized this country by mm. conspiring to have Nkrumah overthrown. Yeah. Therefore, you have no basis, no right to open that orifice you call a mouth and talk about Ghana as though you don't know that you had a hand mm. in creating the shitholish conditions in which we now find ourselves. You mm. are not in a position to talk about anybody. He's not in a position to talk about anything. Honestly. Anything. Like... Now... My my main, the number one takeaway here, shitholes have no citizens. <laughs> Let me explain. Now, we heard that shitholes are not places. Mm. They are states of being. We heard that shitholes are transitory. <laughs> and all this means that one can be in the shithole, but not of the shithole. Okay. <laughs> that means we cannot judge the quality of the individual by the mere fact that they live in a shithole. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And in actual fact, <laughs> shitholes tend to create individuals who are optimistic, really? entrepreneurial, right. 
resilient yes. and hopeful. People yes, who wake up every morning, gather some shit, and turn it into gold with no assistance. Thank you. Things that Donald Trump, with his mediocre cloak, <laughs> protective cloak of whiteness, Woo. you basic-ass white man who said... Who, who who was given everything in who life lies and all the still time. <laughs> managed to flop multiple times, whose averageness is the only thing that elevated due to the presidency, Ooh. whose only platform is racism and resentment that everyone, literally anyone around you, literally a five-year-old can do your job better than you. You Ooh. would know nothing about that. Now, let me put it this way. It is people from shitholes that made America great, honey. Shitholes <laughs> like Germany at the time, uh, Italy. Yeah. Okay. France, England, Ireland. Ireland, yeah. Those were all shitholes, like I said. It's transitory. They might not be now. They were then. And that's why people left in the millions. And they took the lessons the shitholes taught them and made America what it is. So for you to today now say that... Haitians shouldn't come there. Ghanaians, Nigerians. You go get. We are the one. Now, I will say, people use their powers for evil a yeah. lot of the time. True. They take that hustler's mindset and ambition and use it to go and steal from their jobs. Yes. But and I like to think that mm. given different circumstances, mm. they can apply all the lessons learned in the shitholes, the skill sets that shitholes teach you, and apply, apply it and turn it into magic and build yes. corporations. Absolutely. And they do that all the time. There's so many good things in America that are attributed to immigrants. Mm. We are all, they are all immigrants, okay? But ultimately, at the, at the end of the day, we know this was never really about the shitholes themselves. And that's what people don't understand. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. about the shitholes. Mm. It was about the fact that he's racist. And he's decided Simple. that shitholes are based on color and not mm. the, their states of being per se. But people still defend Now, you, him. two mm. out of your three wives came from shitholes. Otherwise, why did they leave there either? Why? Why did they leave? If it was so great, they wouldn't have left. Okay, like I said, it's always a shithole to someone. So yes. please, never open. Anyway, it's no point saying anything about <laughs> it, but I'm just saying, for yeah. all, this is just a lesson on shitholes. It's not necessarily a bad thing to come from a shithole, mm. I'll tell you what. However, for us, the lesson here is that instead of whining about, oh my God, how dare you? He, mm, let's do something. Do about better. It. Yeah. Yes, how dare him indeed. But mm. it's not because he called us a shithole. We are. He just doesn't have the right to, to say, say it. it. You mm. and I do. And the reason we do it is because we love our countries mm. and we want ourselves to do better. And we yeah. can do better because the shithole has taught us amazing skills. So let's go out there and use them. And that's why two pesos. Absolutely. Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. That was brilliant. I loved every minute of that. <laughs> oh, great, great. Okay, great, I'm great. tired now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you have shout outs? No, I didn't think of any. Do and why have... you don't have friends anymore? I do, Just I like do, two but... weeks now. Well, let me let me think. Do you have any quick shout outs? And at the moment, who do I need to shout out? Ooh. Nobody. Today okay. I don't have I don't have any. All right. Well, I'm gonna say it. a quick shout out to my friend Imad. Imad Hassan. Hey. hey. Okay. That is my Pakistani boo who we adopted. He's gonna when we were in college, we he, we had him running around calling mm. people Kwasians oh. <laughs> <laughs> and saying, "Hey, he's lovely. He's an amazing human being. He's been very supportive. Right. He's the first person who actually went on our Facebook page and left us a five star oh, review. Oh, he's the one. Yes. All right. So yeah, I yeah. love you, Imad. Thank you for listening. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for being you. Aww. And that's it. For oh, this I do. Oh, I just remembered. I, uh-huh. I do have now. a shout out. <laughs> shout out to Esther Induega. I know you've been listening as well. Um, I haven't seen you in years. Hopefully this year I'm coming to North Carolina. So hey. 
Yeah, they say you shouldn't tell people you're traveling. Oh, true. Ghana witches. The witches will just take my ticket mm. and everything. So, <laughs> and so yeah, thank mess you. Mess up your visa. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> thank you for listening. Right. Okay, okay, bye guys. Bye. So I hope I didn't talk too much. No, but anyway. you're good. Till <laughs> next week. All right, bye bye. If you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description.